Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everybody? Matt Kajeski here. Back again with the Osmo Fantasy Channel talking some NFL draft prospects ahead of the 2022 NFL draft. And today we're going to be hitting on Notre Dame running back Kyron Williams. Before we get started, make sure to hit that thumbs up button, subscribe to the channel and hit the notification bell. So you know when this and all other content goes live. We're also brought to you today by underdog fantasy. Underdog fantasy has best ball drafts, live drafts, pick them contests where you can make up to 20 X your entry fee. Use the promo code Osmo to earn a match deposit bonus up to $100 so make sure to check out the Underdog Fantasy platform today. Diving into today's prospect, we have Notre Dame running back Kyron Williams, largely viewed as a faller in this process. This is a player with a highly productive two-year career at Notre Dame, was there for three, but behind Tony Jones as a freshman, erupts on the scene as a sophomore. And a lot of people viewed him as a top three back prior to the NFL scouting combine, where he checks in at five foot nine inches, 194 pounds, and more importantly, a very unathletic prospect relative to some other backs in this class. 4.6540 year dash was a huge disappointment for Kyron, especially coming in undersized as well. Jumped 32 inches in the vertical. But these are big, big problems for the Notre Dame back this draft class. He's still only 21.6 years old, so a very young prospect. He was a former four-star recruit and the number 24 back in the 2019 class. As we mentioned, his most productive year came in 2021. That was a, as a receiver, he was a little bit more productive on the ground as a rusher in 2020. Just to show you the numbers from this past year, he had 204 carries for 1,000 yards. In 2020, he had 211 carries for 1,125 yards. However, we did see the receiving production increase this past year went from 35 receptions as a sophomore to 42 receptions as a junior the receiving yardage increased as well. And that's a calling card with Kyron Williams is he's an excellent receiving back. The past year he had an 11% target share and he only participated in 48% of the routes. That was under Brian Kelly, was under Tommy Reese as the OC. And Kyron did play in a zone-based scheme, which was favorable to backs. Their rushing production did take a little bit of a step back this year. I think largely based on the offensive line undergoing a lot of changes but Kyron was still able to ultimately rack up over 1,000 yards on the ground. And he did that against some pretty good competition. He had 199 yards against North Carolina. He had 138 against USC. Purdue, he went 91 yards. And there's 100-yard games littered throughout his box scores throughout his career. And he also really excelled as a receiver, highlighted by 
five receptions against Virginia Tech and the other six against USC this past year. But overall, Kyron was the engine of their offense throughout most of the last two years. And he even produced on special teams. He had three career kick returns, 14 career punt returns. Probably not his game at the next level just due to athletic limitations, but it's nice to see that special team's versatility throughout his career. When we look at force missed tackles and yards after contact per attempt, Kyron was actually pretty good in this regard. 2.84 forced missed tackles per attempt was 16th in this class, which is solid. Yards after contact per attempt was 13th in this class, so he is checking those boxes as well. What it comes down to is does he have the requisite athleticism to translate some of those force missed tackles and yards after contact per attempt to the next level? He's a guy that's never been hurt, so that's positive. But overall, it does appear that his skill set limits him to more of your scat back, third down back type player. Now, looking at this role in the NFL, there are a few interesting comparisons. Again, we're looking at running back slider in frame, but also limited athletes. And it's really hit or miss in this range. We have players like Andre Ellington, Kenyon Barner, Edo Smith, Daryl Richardson, and former Notre Dame player Theo Riddick, who actually was quite a bit heavier than Kyron Williams. But as you can see, there's a common theme here. It's mostly pass catching backs and rotational backs. Kyron Williams does have more college production than some players on this list, but overall there's very few success stories at this size at the NFL level. One thing in the feather of Kyron's cap is he's a pretty solid pass protector as well, which you're going to see across these analyses for Kyron heading into the NFL. And that could keep him on the field for third downs, which should be his best trait overall. Looking at where he could land, this was a guy widely mocked on day two early in the process, but since that combine, we've seen him fall pretty drastically. Teams that are looking for a cheap third down back or maybe just a rotational piece in their backfield could look at Kyron Williams. When I'm talking about these cap pass catching backs, the team that pops up pretty consistently is Arizona, who has solid draft capital, and they're trying to replace Chase Edmonds, but also a Tennessee who's kind of been looking for that replacement for not really replacement, but been looking for that third down back for years now. We saw it with their draft pick of Darrington Evans, who didn't pan out. But they're another team that could look for a pass catching compliment to Derrick Henry, especially now that Kyron Williams has fallen quite a bit. Tennessee should have the draft capital late in this draft to maybe take a stab on Kyron. We'll see where they end up deciding to go. Let me know in the comment section where you think Kyron Williams comes off the board and to what team. My name is Matt Gajeski on Twitter at Matt underscore Gajeski. Thank you for watching and we'll see you again next time.